0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Mind Your Business. You know, we're always looking out for ways to cut on our carbon footprint, use lesser plastic bags. That's a great way to do so. Uh, reuse, reduce, recycle, that type of thing. But have you ever wondered why? retail shops or supermarkets are not using biodegradable plastic bags. This is a problem I personally have, okay? Maybe it's simply because such bags are not easily available. Maybe it might cost them a little bit more than a normal plastic bag. But companies can soon find cost-effective biodegradable alternatives to single-use plastic packaging and bags in Singapore. There's a one-stop eco-solutions manufacturing plant that was recently launched in Tuas. It's a 200,000 square foot facility and it's a venture by Print Lab, Singapore's largest print agency and one-stop print solutions provider and Times Printers, a member of the Times Publishing Group. Now, with this facility's launch, non-plastic packaging, as well as carriers, will be made in Singapore to help companies in the region reduce use of plastics. Let's find out more about this new facility and uh, the entrepreneurial journey of our guest, Morali Krishnan Rangnan, who is founder of Greenlab and group CEO of Print Lab. Morali, good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning. How are you doing, Ms. Elias? Uh, everything good?
0: Very good, sir. And I am looking forward to this topic because I've got a few issues <laughs> I want to bring up. But first, I mean, I want to get to know your company, Print Lab. I understand you started in 2007. Uh, there's been quite a lot of changes to the uh, print industry. Uh, tell us how you've coped with it.
1: Basically, we started this, this operation off as a one-two-man show. You know how it, how it is with all entrepreneurs? We were, I was like everything. I was the secretary, I was the salesman, <laughs> I was the admin guy, and I was the installer. I was the guy learning how to print. And the weird thing is I had no knowledge of print. We, I, I did engineering. I mean, this is a, this is something that everybody hears or, yeah. or a lot of people go through. So we started off difficult. I've ever slept in a, in a bus stop as well at night. Wow. Uh, so went through that, uh, captured a couple of us very big clients. Uh, from that very humble uh, one-two-man show, we're still humble. We brought it up to a team of about uh, 170 staff, okay. uh, uh, growing our business to the largest print agency. And 2019, we had a, because of our growth, we had a historical partnership, a merger with the very big uh, FNN TypeF group under one of the subsidiaries, Science Publishing. So we did a very big merger in 2019, and that merger has uh, created the birth of Green Lab. Uh, we, we envisioned something that I believe is a very, very necessary and uh, a thing that we need to do out of Singapore for sustainability. We only have one world, and that's how that whole thought came about to me and my partners. Well, I mean,
0: since you brought up Greenlab, you opened that manufacturing plant in Tuas. It's uh, Greenlab's first eco-solutions manufacturing plant. Uh, Why did you choose to do it in Singapore? I mean, it's not like there's a lot of land. <laughs> Cost is very
1: high. <laughs> it must be tough. Many reasons. I'm a very proud Singaporean. So, first of all, I'm a third-generation Singaporean. So... If ever we do anything, even even when it, when it came to Print Lab, I mean, there's always options of uh, doing this out of Singapore. But I always thought that if something like this had to be done, uh, EA should be done in Singapore. But as an entrepreneur, you know, you always want to make sure the economic realities in terms of your pricings are fine. So one of the biggest reasons which helped us uh, do this here was the fact that the uh, automation technology and all those kind of things allows for you to do something of this massive scale. And, and the 200,000 square foot facility that you that you mentioned, uh, the land belongs to the, the group. So, okay. so it, doesn't, it is not something that, you know, you, if you go, yes, you're absolutely right. You go take, lease something, that becomes a big question. Mm-hmm. So this coupled with the fact that a lot of these things that I'm going to talk to you about, uh, the, it's, it's all automated. So when you automate something, you minimize the, the workforce to do those, those, those handworks and those uh, uh, manual work. Uh, that, that immediately puts you on a par with, uh, with with another regional country where, you know, you're used to sharing prices are low and all that.
0: You're really flying the flag and showing an example when it comes to the right way of digitalization. I like that. Um, I, I suppose let's, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the eco-friendly products that you guys manufacture. Could you share them with us?
1: So maybe before I leave this in, so, you know. Yeah. Whether it's print lab, whether it's uh, time, printers, uh, we all, we're all we all pretty much very experienced when it comes to print. We've been doing this from the print lab side. Pretty much a big chunk of what you see in Singapore is done by us. So well, all the massive billboards that you see in, uh, along the four terminals of the airport, they are done by us. Uh, all those very big prints that you see on the train stations in the northeast line, downtown line, a big chunk of that is done by us. We're the only guys to do everything under one roof, like the large format offset, uh, paper. Uh, corporate gears, signages, woodwork, and all that. That started this whole conversation because, you know, the pandemic obviously hit, and it slammed the brakes for everybody. Mm. And uh, that was when my partners and I, you know, uh, huddle and we we're wondering what the hell is going to happen, what we're going to do in this period. And we realized that, you know, I don't want to just keep this thing just consolidating, consolidated, and then when 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 the market recovers then again you know we grow we continue to grow organically or incrementally so the idea was we revolutionized the industry in 2014 by doing a print agency concept where we became the first printer to do everything under one roof for print okay so we said could we do something else revolutionary like that and the biggest thing that was a necessity at that time was something that was sustainable something that was green sometimes i had this very firm belief uh, adversity creates opportunity. Mm. So the yes. pandemic was an adversity. I could, we could either go in shelter in the bunker or we, should, we could come out all guns blazing. So we used the pandemic free time to create this. So from the concept all the way to us executing it on 12th of May with SM Darman being the guest of honor, all of that happened within a year and one month. The the things that we have uh, put together as a one-stop was the first fully automated, highly customizable, biodegradable, paperback manufacturing machine. So you're you're very very familiar with these craft bags that you have from uh, your McDonald's, or yeah, KFC, yeah. other cases, uh, Food Panda, and all that. Yeah. You know, it'd be amazing to know that because this print anybody can do. But the problem is, with these bags, you have uh, a lot of labour that goes with your handle, with the gluing, you know. If we were to replicate it, then you're never ever going to meet, beat the pricing that probably a regional country can do, for example. Thank God, at this was that same period we managed to work with uh, a German company to automate the whole process. So from raw paper to completed bag with as good as close to zero manpower. So when it's fully automated, then again, the commitment is the price for a lot of people becomes very similar to what they're used to paying outside of Singapore. Mm. And that becomes a groundbreaking thing to even move supply chain from another country to Singapore because such, a, such an industry doesn't even exist at this juncture here. So what happens from a green perspective? All the paper that we use is either 100% recycled or we only use fsc graded paper, FSC paper, meaning you don't have any deforestation because you cut a tree, you plant a tree. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a global council. And... Um, The most important thing is when you ship it from, say, China, you ship it from overseas, the carbon footprint that 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 creates is eliminated because you can do ia just-in-time delivery, you can do it for the region from here. It's truly groundbreaking. We do have many global MNCs who are now already talking to us with regards to moving supply chain from another country to something that they never thought was possible from Singapore. So that is one of the first products. The other one is... Uh, An in-facility production of fully compostable, plant-based alternative for plastic carrier bags. 100% made out of cassava roots. What we have decided to do at that time is not to have any competition for cassava that is used for food intake. So all the cassava that we use is only industrial waste cassava. So when you already have such a big uh, uh, fight for food with the limited, this is the first thing that we did. And that's also fully manufactured, yes? Uh, You know, all those very big things that you are very familiar with, your big banners, your stickers and all that, uh, they all have very big PVC content in it because, you know, otherwise how are you going to hold it? So we have, uh, again, revolutionized with some of our partners to create a PVC-free and eco-solution for Better
0: and thickest. I mean, when you look at the way you've described it, it already helps to mitigate uh, supply chain issues that we're facing today. I'm curious, um, with regard to these plastic bags, right? So yeah. I-, I spent about close to a month in, in Europe recently, and when we did grocery shopping, all the plastic bags were biodegradable, made of corn or whatever it may be. And I started to ask myself, why do we not have this in Singapore? Is Every supermarket was doing this, you know? why don't we have this in Singapore? Why why can't supermarkets take
1: this up? It helps. It goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, it's not just supermarkets, man. I mean, even, your, even a simple thing like your all all the millions and millions of dustbins that we have in, in our office cubicles. Yes. Every single one of those dustbins has a plastic bag lining yes. for us to throw things in. And and ultimately, one day later, the auntie uncle just comes and they throw it out into the and mm. That's it. You're right. I mean, I guess... Uh, it's always a question of where we all are in the journey towards this as a as a nation, but um, that's the first thing that was when I tra- when I travel extensively as well. That's the first thing that was also catching my eye. Uh, we're very very fortunate, uh, or, or even for us, when we thought of cassava, it, it came about because that is a raw nature uh, material that is plentiful in ASEAN, so it is not uh, something that we need to import from say Europe or US yeah. or something. In fact, so the farms that we work with are. Uh, in this part, in Indonesia and and such like that, of course, that then that therein goes an R and D with our partners overseas to to basically take the raw cassava and make it into a pallet form for it to be able to be blown into a bag. That does make uh, so the that's... price
0: point more affordable, right? For these, I mean, if supermarkets, if a chain of supermarkets wanted to take it up, it wouldn't be as expensive as uh, you know having to order overseas that type of thing.
1: Uh, not so much for the cassava, but definitely for the craft bags and. Yes. Uh, uh, those stuff. But because cassava, naturally, it's, it's 100% plant-based. So obviously, all mm-hmm. uh, cost goes into processing it from uh, a root form into uh, a pallet form, for example. Okay. But, but I mean, it's the same analogy, right? I mean, you, uh, we all are willing to pay a little bit more, quite a bit more for, for, for a battery-operated car versus a, a combustion engine. Yes. Purely yeah. because we know that we're doing our part for the environment. So it's very similar to that. Plant-based bags obviously will have some trade-offs that... Uh, compared to a plastic bag, uh, because you do have a pe- you do have petroleum inside it. Uh, but but yes, yeah, the same thing as range anxiety for battery-operated cars. We all see beyond that because this is the only world we have, and mm-hmm. we want to uh, change that. So that's uh, two more things that we have launched, other than the PVC-free balance and stickers. It's a uh, one-stop extensive range of fully compostable and biodegradable FH- F&B packaging and cutlery supplies. And then we do all your product packaging from your Oreo boxes to your Panadols and all that. So we've automated that whole process as well to make completely biodegradable and eco-friendly product packaging boxes. And the final thing that we launched is these eco pouches. So, you know, you're very familiar when you go to NTC and all we see a lot of these pouches that are for KitKat, for Milo and all that. These yeah. are all plastic pouches. Yeah. Um, the secondary packaging that goes on it, we found a way to make it completely Uh, biodegradable or recycled paper with a heat seal coating which is again biodegradable. Therefore that possibility to convert the secondary big pouch packaging which is in plastic onto paper and we obviously also uh, doing many rounds of uh, proofing now with some
0: Very big MNPs. I I like the description of this whole automated system, right? And given the time that we're in with these supply chain issues, are you guys looking to, I don't know, build another manufacturing plant in another country, maybe further up the region where you can serve your Vietnam area, that type of thing?
1: Well, that would be a happy problem. Of course, what we have, (laughs) uh, the capacity that we have uh, created here is more. Uh, would would cover the region comfortably okay okay. Uh, but definitely outside of this region yes that is something that would be uh, a phase two plan uh, to again to also be closer to wherever you're going to be producing for so that you don't uh, add on to the carbon footprint that goes with it i mean this is definitely a very something that came about yes but came about the brilliant partnership between us and uh, the and groups to, to to sort of come up and create something like this which can really have a End goal for this, rather than uh, something that you know we talk about but that doesn't really get much traction or, or, or change amongst our uh, yeah. amongst all
0: of us. I've been speaking with Murali Krishnan Ragnan, who's founder of Green Lab and Group CEO of Print Lab. Morali, I really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and have a great weekend in advance. Thanks, thank to you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O.